and welcome to our weekly ICT4D conference podcast. My name is Sonia Ritzel from CRS and I'm interviewing experts for you to talk about digital development trends, innovations and good practice. Today I have the pleasure to speak with Michael Johnson, the CIO at the Global Fund based in Switzerland. Thank you very much for joining us. Michael, would you like to introduce yourself to our audience? Sure, Sandra. First of all, thanks for inviting me to this. It's my pleasure to participate. So my name is Michael Johnson and I'm the CIO at the Global Fund. Uh, joined uh, recently, or I think recently, it's about a little bit over two years. And I came to the Global Fund from an organization based out of Germany called the Merck Group, where I spent the first two years responsible for um, global IT shared services and the last two years responsible for global business technology services. Prior to that, I spent uh, four and a half years as the regional head of IT for WHO based out of Cairo for the Emra region. And I spent my, I would say, first 18 or so years with company Merck Co. based out of the US. Thank you. I would like to talk to you about digital transformation and also the IT priorities you see coming ahead for the Global Fund or our sector at large. And uh, with digital transformation, we simply mean the integration of modern information and communications technology within an organization at every level. So my first question for you is, where does your organization, where does the Global Fund stand in the progress of digital transformation? The Global Fund like many organizations have made uh, what I would say are significant strides in this digital transformation journey. Over the last few years, many of our operations have moved consistently into the digital space. The, the Global Fund was already on this journey prior to my arrival. And so we had a pretty good foundation to build on and evolve when I joined. From my perspective, we have transitioned into what I would call a true collaboration environment with all our staff leveraging robust digital tools and solutions. We've moved, for example, away from wet signatures to, uh, to eSIG. We have a strong teleworking environment with good, reliable remote access to our systems. Our grant management operations is handled via a digital platform that services internal stakeholders and, and external partners. Our governing bodies operate via collaborative environments uh, using tools, and we are in the final stages of completing the IT transformation, bringing in new digital capabilities such as advanced analytics and AI techniques into the work that we do. So I would say that we are in a pretty good place as far as that digital transformation journey is concerned. In 2019, we officially kicked off our digital workplace initiative, which was quite timely, to be frank. Uh, we did a complete review of the organization's architecture, revised it to account for a full digital work environment transition, along with the associated roadmap, and as such, are very much on track. Actually, fast-tracking certain aspects proved very useful to be able to seamlessly transition to a work-from-anywhere mode in response to the COVID-19 situation. So I would say that we're in a pretty good place with that. That's good to hear. And um, yeah, as you said, very fortunate timing or great foresight of move towards the digitized services. So how has the pandemic accelerated this progress or changed your overall ICT strategy so far? 
So as is true for many other organizations, our efforts in 2020 were quite impacted by COVID-19, from use of basic IT equipment to reliable teleworking capabilities to enhance IT security. I would say much of our focus shifted to supporting the continued robust remote operations for the organization. The overarching IT strategy, though, remains the same. I mean, it is comprehensive enough that it accounts for this unusual situation. Therefore, I would say rather than a change in strategy, we made timing adjustments. We slowed some things down, we accelerated others. We certainly put emphasis on reinforcing the resiliency of our systems. So a robust collaboration platform, as I mentioned before, was already in the roadmap. Uh, Therefore, we accelerated elements of that and were fully able to assure a solid, reliable work from anywhere experience. We were looking at extending our capabilities to support countries who requested it, and we sped this up as well. We provided access to conferencing and collaboration platforms to over 50 or so countries uh, this year. And certainly ensuring we had a secure environment, I mean, this is crucial to any IT roadmap. And here we accelerated several activities given the nature of um, work from home model. Thank you. And talking to the vision or ambition for the ICT function at the Global Fund, um, what is your general um, overall goal? What are you hoping to achieve? So great question. When I joined the Global Fund, Uh, I would say the primary reason for me was the opportunity to have a significant impact on lives using my love for technology. When we reviewed the existing strategy at the time, I saw that it was developed with a focus on optimizing internal activities, but also with an eye to the future where the IT function could begin playing a bigger role beyond the walls of the Global Health Campus here in Geneva. So this was good. And after spending some time with my peers and talking to to most stakeholders, we confirmed this target. And so we redefined who we wanted to be as an IT function, and we could sum it up as follows. I mean, what we wanted was to become a strategic pillar within the global fund. We would aspire to leverage the power of technology and data in our fight against the three diseases. So with technology, we would seek to optimize, we would want to innovate, and we'd want to strengthen the global funds internal as well as external operations directly impacting our mission to accelerate the end of AIDS, tuberculosis, and malaria. So we want to be more than the classic IT function that focuses solely on internal operations. We, we, we look to the future where our capabilities will also be leveraged to benefit the people who we serve in countries and communities. So we're certainly not there yet. But that is my intention and our aspiration as a function. This we translated into seven strategic priorities. One was to strengthen and evolve our core operations. So we must be able to continue to work effectively. Two, support a data-driven decision-making culture. Data is and has been a key focus at the Global Fund, and this is something that we wanted to ensure continues. Wanted to maximize the use of innovative technologies to scale up the impact on ending the epidemics. So in other words, how can we tap into innovators for countries to leverage? Next is support digital health systems and capabilities in countries and communities. So we know countries are driving their digital agendas. How can we help if needed? 
Next is around ensuring the resiliency of our systems. So reliability, availability of our tools and systems is a must. Next is around strengthening IT governance to foster effectiveness and efficiency. In other words, improve how we run the business of IT. And last but not least is fostering an engaged people environment, building new capacity and capabilities. Our people are, are key to making any of this work and is for our number one priority. Thank you. That's a great journey ahead and I think a, a, a big task. So I wanted to ask you also more specifically, um, rather than, a, I guess, the overall strategy over the next years, what uh, do you see or what have you identified as your key priorities or the key challenges for the upcoming year ahead? So the coming year has a big question mark in front of it in terms of what one could reasonably expect. In that context, we have identified several key priorities, of which I'll, I'll mention four of them that we will, on a regular basis, check in to ensure that they are still valid, right? So the first one is to continue effective remote operations in anticipation of an extended COVID-19 implication. So, you know, underpinning our activities in 2021 will be a sustained focus on ensuring that all our staff can work effectively. These are twofold. One ensuring our critical business systems and functions work reliably and effectively, and two, making sure that all our workforce can access all our systems and applications virtually. Two, continue improvements to core operational systems, especially in our grant management and supply operations. As in any year, we do have operational improvements that need to be reflected within our systems, and this year was, was particularly challenging. We had to be quite agile in our ability to accommodate the required um, adjustments to account for our response to COVID-19 alongside the usual improvements. And in 2021, I would expect a similar flexibilities until the pandemic is fully under control. Third is supporting in-country IT capabilities through access to innovation, digital technologies, and partnerships. In seeking to deliver on this priority will include support in-country IT capabilities and needs. Uh, we as an IT function, in conjunction with our private sector team, will work with technology partners such as MasterCard, Google, Microsoft, Rockefeller Foundation to identify ways to tackle the challenges in countries that could benefit from access to additional technology resources. Through 2021, these relationships will continue to be leveraged to provide countries with a range of technology options driven and determined by country strategies and needs. And finally, around digital workplace and IT infrastructure. So internally and beyond the COVID-19, well, we will continue with infrastructure improvements and the evolution of our digital workplace environment. Uh, we realize that the future of work will most likely look different to previous years, and we will ensure that the digital workplace architecture that will support adjustments to whatever the new ways of working is determined to be. In other words, we must be set up for this in 2021. Thank you. Yeah, it sounds like you have your work cut out for you. And um, I agree, um, being flexible and agile will be very important going ahead. And I also like that you have um, very much emphasized the, the role of partnerships and collaboration to help us deal with changing situations. So um, that's something that is very dear to our mission with the ICT4D conference to really bring together different actors. 
I'm already at the end of my questions. Is there anything else you would like to add? First of all, thank you for the opportunity to, to share what we're doing. It has been incredible 2020 for all of us. The entire Global Fund staff um, have pulled together to ensure that programs can continue and that lives can continue to be saved. I am impressed at the way the organization overall responded and adapted to the pandemic and the challenges it posed to continue the work. IT, I'm happy to say, stepped up in its role and was recognized by the organization when, as a function, it was voted to be given the 2020 Kofi Annan Excellence Award. Big thank you and a big congratulations to the team. Clearly, we've made good progress, but we do know that there is much more work to be done. And so with that, I would like to say thanks again for the opportunity and look forward to an excellent 2021. Thank you, Michael. More information about our upcoming podcasts and webinars can be found on our website, ict4dconference.org. Hope you will join us again next week.